0: No one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. This is a text that almost all of us know. I I talked about this text a little bit in my sermon on Sunday, looking at verse 5. Beginning at verse 5, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. There we have the physical and the metaphysical type thing happening. There's the spiritual thing and then this physical thing. And I, I look at as and I said on Sunday, baptism, anyone? Uh, the spirit working, water, all those things. But here we have Nicodemus, who's a teacher. He's educated. He should know these things. And Jesus says to sit there and go, Are you this stupid? basically what he's saying. Are you this dumb? You're supposed to be a teacher in Israel, and yet you don't know how God works. And Holy Trinity Sunday, we get this text. This is actually the text that is chosen in the Book of Common Prayer for Holy Trinity Sunday. That here in our three-year lectionary, we come about it in the year of Mark, in the year B, but the Book of Common Prayer has it in there as the text. For Holy Trinity Sunday, because we're talking about what God is doing, born from above, and it's happening right here. We've been talking about it all week, and I can disclose it to you again. But you you should probably have this down by now. Uh, that that this Pharisee comes to, to hear from God and or hear from Jesus, and by way hear from God. Uh, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Nicodemus, uh, acknowledging the fact that Christ is who he says he is, that Christ is something uh, more than just a good teacher, that that God is with him and he's doing signs that are irrefutable, healing people, raising people from the dead, you know, all these things, although he hasn't done that yet. Uh, Turning water into wine, that seems like a godly thing, right? Um, But then Jesus blows his mind and says, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God. Do you think you see the kingdom of God happening in these special signs that I'm doing? No. The kingdom of God works in a completely different way, and, and how it works is that you must be born again. You must be born from above. You must be born through the work of God to really know what the kingdom is. The kingdom of God is more than just healing a shriveled hand or, or someone born blind. And Nicodemus is like, what the heck are you talking about? I got to go raise my mom from the dead and shove myself back inside her womb and then they get born again, which this Nicodemus sounds like he's a few, uh, few cups short of a cupboard full, if you know what I mean. And then Jesus has to open it up for him. The things that try to be born of the flesh are nothing. They're just flesh. They're going to die. They're going to decay. But The things born from above, the things born of the spirit, the things born by God, are going to be eternal things. But you must be born from above. And this being born from above comes through the power of God. And then he goes on to to explain how it's connected with the snake in the desert and all these things. And and we get John 3.16 and all that stuff. But right here we have the work of the Trinity taking place. We have the word of God, the spoken word, the Son, Doing his thing, he's speaking, he's teaching, he's preaching, and what he's preaching is the work of God being done through him. God is speaking now, and the Spirit has come to open his, open Nicodemus's ears, just as it's opening ours, and Nicodemus can't understand it, and yet Jesus is saying, "No, you have to be born." by the Spirit. The Spirit has to come upon you to open up your heart and your mind to understand what in the world I'm talking about here, this work that is being done. And so the Father is working, and the the Son is doing his work of speaking what the Father has told him to speak, and then we have the Spirit, the Spirit being called on to do what the Spirit does, which is bringing the dead to life, opening up ears to hear and helping us to be birthed from above because we can't do it ourselves. God's the one who's enthroned in heaven and it is his work to to give us birth. And he does that through the son speaking the word and the spirit opening up our hearts to give us new life, to get rid of our stony hearts as it's talked about in Ezekiel and giving us hearts of flesh. I don't know if you've ever noticed that before. But here we have the Trinity at work, doing its thing. God speaking through Christ, forecasting what it is that the Spirit is going to do. And that should be our prayer. This isn't just for our evangelical brothers and sisters, for our fundangelical brothers and sisters. This is for us too, us Lutherans, that we hold on to this because we realize this is the way that God works and that we need God to work this way. We can't save ourselves. We can't do anything of ourselves to save us, but God can. And God will. The story I, I like to tell is the fact, um, and I quote from a from a uh, Star Trek episode all the time with this. But uh, my wife and I and our kids all got COVID this fall in November, uh, and my wife got it at work. She's an infection control nurse. She spent her entire time testing people for COVID and eventually vaccinating them too. And she wore all the PPE. She had on the goggles. She had on the face shield. She had on the mask. She had gloves. She had gowns on. She had all that stuff. She still got COVID. Okay? She was doing everything right. She's the infection control nurse. It's her job to make sure that everything is worn properly to prevent infections from passing in the, uh, in the nursing home where she's working. And yet she still got it. And I always stick with that story because then I got it from her and the kids got it from from her. And my wife did everything right. And she still got sick. And I use that always, and I'm always gonna use that till the day I die as a picture for us because that that comes from a, a, a scene in a Star Trek The Next Generation episode in which Data, the android, has lost at a, at a game to an alien who is the alien's pastime and, and Data lost. And he's a computer. So he thinks something is wrong with him and so he's running all these diagnostics on himself. He's refusing to help out the Captain, captain Picard with a mission that, that's very dangerous that they're trying to, uh, to, to c- complete. And finally, Captain Picard shows up at David's at Data's quarters uh, to try and snap him out of it. And he looks at Data and he says, "You know what, Data? It is possible to do everything right and still lose." Here we have Christ speaking to us, telling us you have to be born from above, because you can do everything right in this life. You can obey the law, you can pray, you can go to church, you can read the Bible, you can do all these things. And yet you're still going to die. And here we have Christ saying, but if you're born from above, if you're born anew in the Spirit, oh, the works of God being done upon you. In Church, we pray that that is the case for us. May God do that work in us, to ignite in us the, the fire of his love that we might cling to him in all things and know that being born from above is not just for our fundangelical brothers and sisters. It's for us too. Let's pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given given unto us thy servant's grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity and the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity, we beseech thee that thou wouldst keep us steadfast in this faith and evermore defend us from all adversities livest and reignest, one God, world without end. Amen. Well, church, go in peace. Serve the Lord. Have a wonderful Holy Trinity Sunday and a wonderful Memorial Day, and we will see you again soon.